0: You guys are still alive? Yeah! Holy s. Sh-
1: the average person touches their face two or three thousand times a day.
0: Three to five times every waking minute. You gotta isolate the sick, and I mean really isolate them. We gotta get everybody else back into the houses. We gotta keep them there. We're doing that. No, stuff. we're not doing it! And if one of them has got it, that's ten of them have got it. What does it mean? to nut up or shut
1: up. Hello and welcome to Apocalyptic, a movie review podcast for apocalyptic films. Uh, this recording is happening on February 1st, 2022. And I'm here with Cammie. Hiya. Chris. Ahoy. And Andrew. Hello. And I'm Jeff. Uh, we welcome you. And... Um, <coughs> So, the movie we're, we welcome you. Yeah, we welcome you. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the movie we're going to be doing <laughs> for this episode, our second episode of season two, uh, is. I, it's funny, we are just talking about the Which, different. Are we, we
2: episode 18? I can't figure that out. Like, do we know, continue with the numbered episodes? We got to we'll go figure with, that like, out at a
1: different time
3: season two episode
2: two that's, that's where, where we were at that's so. where the, that's what this is okay. this is. we can't keep going okay um, we gotta be I gotta like make some changes we gotta
0: be like marvel two, two, and come up two, two. with creative names for each one instead of like the work two hulk two it's got to be like you know names the of
2: two Like different associations now we were
0: first one was was we were in delta now we're in you know omicron Age of Omicron.
2: Oh right! That's oh, this season or um, the second variant. This is very good. There we go. Oh man!
3: I that's love having podcast meetings while we're recording.
1: <laughs> it's great. This, this is this is this is how we churn the butter here. <laughs> so I was going to say the title of the movie, but then I, I found myself confused because there were multiple titles for this movie. All bad. And so yeah. I started saying. All you need is kill. I oh, was like, a wait a second, one. that is not correct. That's the book, and that was originally going to be oh, the no. title, but then it got switched to Edge of Tomorrow, which is what the movie is kind of named now. That seems to be the, the consensus. Yeah, the consensus is that it's Edge of Tomorrow, and the tagline is "Live Die Repeat," which was also yeah, I, the director liked.
3: But it was like on a. Live
2: poster. Die Repeat. I don't
3: remember that being on a poster. Yeah, that became. Live Die, the die the Repeat title. like
2: came out. Yeah, yeah with for, for digital home, for it home media around, yeah. it
0: started getting marketed as live die repeat instead of edge of tomorrow because people thought edge of tomorrow was too bland which is true
1: it does sound a little like blah A tomorrow <laughs> edge War. Of
2: tomorrow
3: i don't know i feel like the, the time to decide that had like long passed like, oh, yeah <laughs> true. i
2: so i own this movie so i was like scrolling through my library and i was like looking for edge of tomorrow i was like where the fuck i know i own this movie and then i was like oh live die repeat <laughs> i think
1: my apple oh. movie i actually have this movie on apple like we, we purchased this movie a while back and it was uh-huh. i didn't even notice but i think it's because i have so few movies in my library that i didn't even notice it wasn't edge of tomorrow i yeah didn't even
2: register it wasn't in my ease section
1: yeah. Uh, so let me give a quick little synopsis for anyone out there who hasn't seen this movie, but we assume if you're listening to this podcast, there's a pretty good chance that you yes, have watched this movie. Alert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when Earth falls under attack from an alien horde, they quickly discover that no military stands a chance to defeat them. Major William Cage, played by Tom Cruise, a PR rep in the military who has never seen combat, is sent to the front lines. He is killed within moments and Cage finds himself thrown into a Groundhog Day-like time loop in which he relives the same day over and over again. Cage's combat skills improve with each loop, buying him and a previous time looper. I'm using time looper as as my creation. It's not what they're called in the movie or something. uh, Played by Emily Blunt, (laughs) ever closer to defeating the aliens. And that is Edge of Tomorrow.
0: Um,
1: So Chris, tell us uh, how did it do in the box office?
0: It did pretty well. Uh, the budget was $178 million and the worldwide box office was $370 million. So it made double what the budget was, not including advertising, marketing, but all in all, enough of a success that there have been rumblings of a sequel ever since.
1: Now, I, I feel like when it came out, though, it didn't strike me as a success, or at least that wasn't the, the conventional wisdom. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm remembering it. Wrong I,
2: no, I I was actually thinking the same thing because I was uh, excited to hear what you were going to say about this, Chris. Because I'm actually surprised that this did well. It made that much money. That's part of part of. Well, it, I thought that was like part of the reason why they rebranded it when it was going to home video. But I guess it did do. They maybe they just wanted more. Mm-hmm. I mean, they always
1: want
0: more. I think it <laughs> no, has. There's a cap. I think it had every Tom power. Cruise movie. There's a cap. Well, that's just it. it. it it's, There have been lots of of documentation going back probably 15 years that I can think of, of following the opening box office weekends for singular actors and actresses. And for the longest time, the two most reliable uh, box office actors were Tom Cruise and Will Smith. And every movie they came out with, every single one, opened hundred million million, the box office. It was, it was almost guaranteed for a long time. And I think Will Smith finally was the first to die out a little bit because he made, like, I think it was um, The Happiness Movie and was Seven that- Pounds mm-hmm. and a couple others that, that mm-hmm. weren't successful. And that kind of had him drop off the map a little bit, whereas Cruise, because of those Mission Impossible movies, $100 bucks, million, $100 million, $100, million, $100 million. And so he is consistent, and he's a worldwide brand, and so it makes money everywhere.
1: I remember seeing the movie Night and Day with him and Cameron Diaz, and I saw it in India, oh, and really? it was a packed theater. There you go. Like, <laughs> I ran into one of my professors from the college I was going to there. Like, it was, you know, that's an event. That's what it was, and that's, I think, Tom Cruise is amazing that way.
3: Especially,
1: um, especially. Yeah,
3: 100%.
0: And he's probably um, it now because most most movies you see are based on the property, you know, comic book movies and whatnot. But, like, for whatever reason, Tom Cruise can
2: still churn out. Maybe The Rock. He's, That's a, new one. The he's rock, a new one. The Rock would maybe be, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: the closest Hart, to that now. Kevin surprisingly, has also been pretty reliable in That's
1: the box true. office. He's got, a, he's got an audience.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Kevin Hart does. That's true. I don't think he's 100 million. Is but... there a
0: female <laughs> equivalent that, is, that comes close? Scarlett
3: Johansson, Maybe. Scar- I'm not. Well, yeah. she was carrying a lot of big franchises on her shoulders. It was
1: the IP that was really.
3: Yeah, I suppose so. But she was like carrying some some big, big big stuff. I
1: feel like there was a time when Angelina Jolie maybe. Oh, Jennifer oh, definitely. Lawrence. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. J-Wall Jennifer Lawrence.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah. She took yeah. a break. She was like, honestly, even I'm sick of myself. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. She's great in that. Uh, don't, don't look, look up. up. Which yeah, I feel yeah. like that should be a one that we discuss, but it has definitely it been in future, the problem it's is true. there's no
0: yeah. spoiler alert. Pause this and move forward. There's no post-apocalypse. It's just the apocalypse.
1: It's just the, the other is not, if you oh, go, to the, now, to go to the right. I guess you go to the yeah. All right, let's get to some endemic updates, guys. So uh, you know, I think there's a story that we want to hear from from Chris. So let's kick it off with you, Chris. <laughs>
0: So I was at work and I get a text from my wife, and she says that uh, Harley had attacked Lucy, which is one of our two feral cats. So they're outside cats, but they have collars. They're chipped. We've basically got them, so they're they're inside cats except they just live outside during the day and we lock them up at night. But so one of them,
2: uh, you mean they got the the vaccine? Right. They yeah. Got the chip They've got on them.
0: exactly. They've got <laughs> Bill Gates. system. It was a lot cheaper to <laughs> yeah. give them. A lot cheaper to just give them the COVID vaccine instead of buying cat tracking chips because you know they both yeah. do, they do the same right. thing, and uh,
2: unfortunately they both it's all part of his plan.
0: Yeah, problem is they both had reactions. Reason. They had reactions to it the same way I did. It's, you know they're pretty sick. Um, so Harley, I guess, got a hold of one of them, and unfortunately Anna saw it and Astrid saw it, and so Harley <laughs> spent about a minute going back and forth with Lucy and her jaws.
3: Um. So Astrid is Chris's toddler for anybody not in the know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just in case anybody doesn't know that Astrid, Astrid is. is. Oh, Astrid yeah,
2: is. Yeah. Check out season one. There's a yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, unfortunately,
0: one. The, the three-year-old Varian. got to witness uh, nature um, in all of its glory. And uh, so Anna was able to kind of keep Lucy comfortable for, I want to say probably five hours. Uh, But she she couldn't really move her lower body, and she was getting pretty cold at the extremities. And there was a good chance either she had internal bleeding or a broken back or something. Um, And so I knew that I was going to be tasked the next morning, if she made it through the night, with uh, putting her out of her misery, either by taking her down to get euthanized or doing it myself. And I wasn't looking forward to that. But um, she ended up passing sometime before midnight. And then, uh, while Kyle and I were putting in fence posts, we we dug an extra uh, post hole, basically, and then you know buried Lucy and put a little angel sculpture over her. So she's got a little spot. um, And then we replaced her with a second cat that looks very similar that we named Lucille Two, which is perfect because we went with Buster (laughs) and Lucy for 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 Buster and Lucille, and now we have Lucille Two. I
3: know.
0: Yeah, so.
1: Oh no,
2: oh uh, again. Uh, oh no. It's okay. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> really, I, just a slam dunk ending, kid. I have no idea.
3: <laughs> I really like the like Earth Development reference and then Freeze. Yes, I love the Earth Development reference.
1: Lucille, too. It's such a great name for a cat. We, hey, we're we so lost out. you there for a minute, Chris. Yeah, we lost Oh, yeah. I'm back.
0: Yeah, so it worked out well. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we had to kind of explain to Ashley what happened. And we said that Lucy got hurt and that we weren't able to fix how she was hurt, but that God was going to be able to fix them in heaven. And she was like, oh, OK. And she seemed to that seemed good. OK. So life on a farm.
1: Ah. Man, oh, man.
0: Well, I, I you know,
1: we look forward to visiting Lucy's angel. That should be a nice, a nice moment. Um, <laughs> That's very sad and kind of intense, but you're right, that is kind of what happens on a farm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so do you want to talk about our endemic update, about uh, what happened? I mean,
3: sure, so um, so we live in California for anybody who was not uh, tuning in on a first season, but um, we were just like hanging out in our bathroom with our toddler who's potty training. No pants. No pants <laughs> on the toddler, <laughs> we were clothed. Um, <laughs> And so, like, I went to his closet to get a fresh pair of undies while um, Jeff hung out with the toddler, when suddenly, like, the closet door that over, like, mirrors started shaking. or I heard, like, this rumbling, and then the mirror door started, like, shaking, and, like, the ground started shaking, and I'm like, Jeff, it's an earthquake! He's already, like, on his way to, like, the door with the toddler who's, like, pantsless <laughs> under his arm, and, like, we're freaking out. Fortunately, we got outside, our other dog was outside, senior dog dead asleep doesn't
1: care it's like whatever <laughs> i've been around for 13 years he's just not his it's not as surprising at all
3: like we're really scared wow. the aftershock so like i brought him outside like in my arms he's like a really like awkward shiba inu so like it was like i don't know if anybody's familiar with like the end of flintstones when he brings out the like lion cat <laughs> kind of creature but that's what it felt like i'm just like trying to like l- like lug out this giant dog that is just like not having it it was chaotic and yeah. terrifying. Fortunately, it wasn't that intense, but it was definitely like the strongest earthquake I've ever felt since I moved to the West Coast. Yeah,
1: it was the strongest one I've, I've felt, honestly. And it was yeah. weird because we definitely you, you could hear it coming. You thought like the oh, yeah. big truck was driving by. Um, it was very strange.
2: <laughs> it was. Um, it's funny, Jeff. You sent a text to the uh, our podcast group. You're like, Chris, did you feel that quake? No response from Chris. <laughs> no. I was slightly, slightly worried that he was in the quake.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, he was an asteroid trying to like tune into our family call. We, Maybe.
1: we were literally on a call. Fifteen minutes later, you know, so we, we knew he was okay once uh, <laughs> once we saw him on a Zoom call.
3: That's why we were not like uh, you, did, you dead, Sanca? Yeah, Sanca, you Sanka. Yeah, Sanka, you dead man? Um,
0: oh no, we, yeah. we we heard the same thing, like the reverberation of it, like well, it like building like crescendoing and then i i just was sitting on the couch and it came upon us and then it stopped and we're both like huh earthquake I'm like we didn't even move we didn't <laughs> I see, we, were, we were a little
1: <laughs> concerned about aftershocks you guys were like oh yeah no was, whatever was, whatever man i don't know <laughs> well That's fortunately funny. it did sort of uh just the one big 4.3 yeah. i think is what it was yeah, yeah. Um, and then that was it. So that, thank goodness, that was that's positive. Um, but yeah, that's kind of our endemic update. That was a little strange and unusual. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, we kind of share that one. So Andrew, what about what about yeah. you?
2: Well, it's funny just to give you guys perspective. Uh, it just started snowing here. No I'm Looking out my window right now. No, it's the beginning of a what is cup, snow? No, it's this flaky stuff that uh, it's very pretty, but is shitty uh, when it's freezing. <laughs> like dendrum. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like dandruff, but but more pleasant. You can eat it, <laughs> you can't eat it.
3: eat it. Okay, that's it, not dandruff,
2: but uh, right. nasty. Now, uh, my update is I so I'm pretty, I'm, I'm feeling pretty jazzed right now. I just saw not just Edge of Tomorrow, but I uh, literally a few hours ago, I got out of seeing Jackass Forever, which nice. Was, So I, if, if, if you know me, you know, Jackass is like, has a very special place in my heart. Also, Chris, you'll appreciate this for your bachelor party. Oh, nice. The little wine cork uh, thing. You got to check out the video. It's on YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, it says Jackass in there. Anyway, the movie was so good. It was just fun. It just, it was like hanging out with some old buds. Um, yeah. Just check out Jackass. Uh, you know, or wait till it comes to home video. I don't know why I'm plugging a movie, but like it, it was, I just had a great time. Saw so it with one of my old friends, Nick from high school, where we have literally old videos that we recorded of like stupid stuff. There's plenty of videos that I've filmed with, uh, you know, these two cousins here, yeah, uh, Jeff, have especially stuff. I've kicked you <laughs> off
1: some things and you kicked
2: me off a ladder. That was a great video, but i also did not turn how out we... good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That, uh,
1: the
2: that, that the, oh, well, that wasn't a real bee. There's like. some, bee, there's some bee stuff in this Jackass Forever video or movie. That's, uh, I say, he's
1: watching you deal with being sprayed in the face with, no, uh, mace play. or yeah. pepper spray.
2: That's, that's a
1: pretty, that's a pretty Just fun give one. Give me
2: the milk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, you can maybe find that somewhere on YouTube. But, yeah. He uh, exists. Yeah but I give a lot of credit to those videos of like, you know, in high school when we're filming those, just learning how to make videos and edit and stuff. So I, I, that has a special place in that, in that sense. So.
1: Nice. I'm glad you saw it. I I we wanted to see it together and it got
2: pushed back. I know we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Uh, That's uh, okay. Um, let's let's watch it someday.
1: We will let's move on to edge of tomorrow. Um, and we wanted to kind of discuss certain facets of the movie that we really enjoyed. We're not really doing the, the play-by-play like we did in season one. Um, and so what I wanted to kind of start on that really, um, I think, was really well done in this movie was the editing, in particular, the use of montage, right? So if you're not familiar, montage is essentially a, a style of editing or at least sort of a cinematic style that shows the passage of time. Um, some famous ones were like Rocky as he gets ready for his fight and bulks up. Um, and so in the in, in Edge of Tomorrow, there's a lot of use of this. And there's one in particular, and it's just when he, he first kind of discovers that he's repeating the same day, and he's trying to make contact with Emily Blunt. And there's just this wonderful montage of him trying to figure out how to get to her. And you see like little mistakes. <laughs> like he gets run over by a car, Hit by a car. Yeah. He just ran into by a car. And there's there's like these great music cues too.
3: No, no, no. The best part is his little like little girl scream. Goes like ah! every time he gets killed off. <laughs> like, it's, if you think
1: about it, the character is kind of this wimpy PR guy, right? That's the character from the get go, and that comes across in that sort of opening sequence um, where he's just kind of like he's he's kind of smug, but then once he's once he's in it, once he's a, a recruit, essentially he played tom cruise does a great job playing kind of the you know wimpy um like spineless dude yeah it's it's really really well done so i was gonna get your guys' thoughts on that well
2: this this is what makes me feel like this uh this movie is not like a video game movie but this the way in which it's edited and pieced together or really just the concept of a loop feels sort of like um
1: um game like like, uh you
2: know demon souls for example like that that's a game for example like i've spent so many hours on that and i've beat only the first level like once you die you got to start from the very beginning oh that game's so frustrating but um but it's such a fun concept and like how it's edited um like when he basically how many times do you think he goes through this whole thing like, by the time that he, years. the movie finishes, like, how, what, years?
3: Yeah, I totally agree.
2: Interesting. He spent,
3: like, at least years to get that good at his training. Because he's horrible. Yeah. Like, you think he's, it's, like, okay. he's, not that wow. soon, like, I don't know, like, somebody's on to, like, dealing with a smartphone for the first time. Like, it's it's bad. Like, he changes it to <laughs> Japanese the first day. And by the end of it, he, like makes that suit his bitch and it's like like a difficult piece of equipment
1: but I will say isn't there a reference or a line somewhere where like Emily Blunt's character who had it it was like 400 days or something am I making this up I thought there was some line in the Mm. movie where
0: she talks about how how long she's able to do it yeah I don't remember that before she lost the power I don't remember that that. yeah yeah, but
1: like how she did it yeah
2: that's interesting, the idea of it being years. I mean, like, sure, you're right. Like, I, I might have glossed over this at the beginning, but why was he chosen yeah, by Brendan Gleeson to do
3: that? So he <laughs> is a happy accident because he's useless at that suit.
1: No, no, no. He's talking about Brendan Gleeson sending him to the front Oh, lines. got
3: it, got it, got it. So That was because yeah,
1: wh- he originally wanted to send him to be a, a – a, like a, 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 we call it like a like he was just a media, like dude.
0: an impor- a yeah, reporter a, in the field, basically Someone, PR the guy, guy. Yeah. the guy that's at the front of the hurricane in the in the in the you know the poncho that's getting sprayed uh. with hurricane winds, being like, "It's really windy out here, Steve. Back to you,"
3: <laughs> but with you know bullets. War. That is very accurate. But then as he tr- right. he tries to
1: blackmail him, and then he's like, "Well, okay, yeah, I'm going to send he's you the, the, the front lines. I'm
0: going to get him killed."
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was it was kind of malicious, but, it, but obviously he tried to blackmail him, so not a very good idea.
3: Nobody was a hero in that part of the story. <laughs> no,
0: but I think Jeff, you know, even... what you were saying about about the the development that he goes through of the course of the film, like, and the thing that I comment I commented to myself uh, just is that you don't have that many actors I think that have kind of that charisma where Tom Cruise can do that where he really plays like really smarmy smug asshole and you start to see him like go from a stick of butter to like you know a fucking iron rod like the development of him getting hardened as they go through every iteration and like the, the the first time they showcase i think the big shift is when he pushes um rita into one of the the, the fallen helos and he says we need to get out of here you know i have something I, I recognize you and da dah, da, And, he, oh, like, yeah, and he's he, like, he shoots up without yeah. looking and then he shoots left without looking yeah. and you're just like, oh, yeah. he can like do gangster shit now.
1: He's look. done
0: this before. Yeah. But, it, yeah. but it, 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 it's it conveyed how many iterations like can be said, like yeah. it probably was a huge passage of time without having to tell it. You just know that took a long time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and as you're it, right, Tom Cruise pulls it off.
0: Yeah.
2: It's, it, and it, throughout the movie, it's very clear where you are in the timeline, or like kind of reminds you or gives you a sense of like, okay, we've, ste- like, the best example of this probably is with the, um, this, uh, w- later in the movie when he, when they go back to Brendan Gleason to like get whatever thing to, uh, that leads to the Omega, if you will. Um, there's a moment where he hands it over and then Emily Blunt's just like, what do we do now? And he's just like, we haven't gotten this far <laughs> yet. <laughs> it happened a
3: couple times. That's like the same. A, a few time times, me, yeah. Right. It's like when they first meet the engineer, bio, whatever professor yeah. with really long title was called. But the like, two fingers behind the yeah, back. yeah, the two fingers behind the back, and then like um, yeah, yeah. There's also like a time when he meets his like buddies after he's made them do a bunch of push-ups. and they're like, ah, like I'm so upset at you, and you see him kind of like anticipating every single fight moves. Yeah, like, he knows right. all
0: the stuff. He clearly, this is not the first time. Or like, the, the funny one is when they meet Brendan Gleeson at the end and he says, please, Rita, don't shoot him again. <laughs> please. like, Because I'm kind of like, yeah. hey, what iteration and was it that? Go well. <laughs> what, in which version did she shoot him? What happened in that one? Yeah.
2: I mean, oh, oh, see, my thought, like, so do you think there is a version where she did shoot him? Well, yeah. yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, okay. I thought that was just a bluff to get him to shut the hell up.
1: That was, okay, Tom Cruise, again, amazing job. You can sense his frustration, yeah. right? Like, you oh. go through so much to get to that point. Yeah, one you're you're yeah, so okay. like, oh,
3: Fair.
1: we've been here so many times before, and it doesn't work. Just please, for the love of God, you're don't so shoot stubborn. him.
3: Or she gets recognized by the guy, the guy with the, the yellow the armband. you yeah, right, like, Every step of the way, they have to make these adjustments,
0: like the guy that comes out of the elevator and then goes, oh, I forgot that, and turns. And Emily Blunt has to yep. turn a specific yeah. way to avoid running into that guy, and they take a step in yep. the elevator only to come back out of the elevator on the same floor and then move forward again. Each of those probably was an iteration where they got caught. So you're thinking that's probably- You know what what? I wonder? 5, 10, 15. How good,
2: man.
1: how good must they get on the battlefield after doing it so many times? Like, you know, we only see the part at the end, right? We don't see those iterations that took place at the battlefield for these like last moments, right? Does that make sense? What do you mean? Yeah, cause like, like so like you know how we're talking about how they've done this particular going into this building and avoiding the people and finally getting into the generals. They had to do the battle every single mm-hmm. time, right? Exactly. Or would they, or would they no no
2: no, they skip that so they leave they skip Yeah, it and yeah. leave the, the full yeah. operating base. But they but they, they, they had to go through that hallway many, the many helicopter. times. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of the helicopter.
3: Because like before they get to the helicopter, they had to go through the back. Exactly. Yeah. And he knows yeah. no matter what happens, one of them's not gonna survive leaving from the helicopter checkpoint. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that and they kinda of have to go through the process of of doing it himself, and then obviously it's a trap and he dies. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. man. So I just I just think the editing in this movie is top it's notch. Good. It's one of my favorite parts of this movie, yeah. um, and I think it's interesting the idea that it was years because I feel like Groundhog Day was also years. Oh
3: like, yeah, early, yeah. You know I,
1: stuff that he does in that movie.
3: Yeah, the, the like, yeah. like Groundhog I didn't even Day, that it. i read is that they had to work really hard not to make it dark, because like Groundhog Day should have been a really dark movie about like him just like, literally mad. killing himself every way possible just to escape that torture.
0: And it's got some snippets. Oof. I. Just Cammy, that's an excellent point that I there was something I thought about watching this today was I think the scene where he's drunk on the drop ship it kind of reminded me of when in Groundhog's Day he's Bill giving Mary. he's doing chest compressions to the homeless guy. And like there is a moment where like the movie goes from like an action movie to kind of this, oh, he's you know, he's drilling down into despair just like in Groundhog Day where it is kind of funny, but then suddenly he's like trying to save this homeless guy that he know he's not going to save. And you're like, oh, this, this isn't so funny anymore.
3: Yeah. I thought you were going to reference the scene where he like drives off a cliff with yep. the groundhog. That's
2: what I was well, thinking. Or so. like this, the, this, this stretch of suicides. It's yeah.
3: like, I think rock bottom for him is when he actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you're right. In terms of the
1: darkest moment yeah. in groundhog day, that, that is the darkest what moment. I remember. Yeah, yeah. As well. um, so yeah, that was kind of what I wanted to, to point out was just that
0: sort of the editing. So.
1: We don't wanna... feel,
0: we'd all feel that way, wouldn't we? Like, if you were stuck in that loop and, like, he's seeing Emily Blunt dead all the time and he's getting oh, to know brutal. her better it... and better. Well, yeah.
3: he, it, she is essentially uh, his Hendrix because yeah. she talks about how she doesn't want to talk about Hendrix because she right. had literally seen Hendrix 300 times. 300 uh, times. Oh, uh,
0: there,
1: so, you,
2: there you it, it is. Somewhere. Thank you. There it, so it is. So
1: there's, like, now, there are probably times when she didn't see him die, but that gives an idea of potentially how many iteration, yeah. iterations she did.
2: She just needs to close her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that would be that helpful. Simple fix. <laughs> yeah. So I know that one of the things that
1: Cammie K- was commenting on is that she really uh, thought about in this movie was, was just the, the dynamics of the suits.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the suit just like frustrated me from the get-go, and it's meant to frustrate you like i like because it it definitely like the intent of the suit was this rushed military um exercise essentially to try to like get to like something that could beat the aliens as fast as possible but like it's funny like i was reading up on it because i wanted to know how they they got to where they got to with the design of it and essentially what they said was like if at at worst it's a death trap at best it's it kind of like moderately gives you an advantage but like something that really like stood out to me was like how much these suits had to weigh in order to function the way that they're intended to function. But not just that, but like from the get go, that helmet is just like absolutely a hindrance to battle. Mm -hmm. Like he like drops on the ground and immediately like the visor breaks like it's plastic. It's plastic. It's plastic. Right off. And oh my God, just like seeing them even just walking out the first time, like they're like little, like, I don't know, badly made I, there's
2: a sequence where like uh, I, emily blunt i don't know in, in particular it was like following her and it just looked like she was like gliding it looks it looks i mean this movie's badass in many respects but this moment it's just <laughs> she's like gliding well, they're on wires. So yeah,
3: yeah, the worst is when yeah yeah they're on wires they're on in wires. order to like help with the weight of it so they yeah. are like marionettes but like for me in the movie in the world of the movie the worst is when they like get drop shipped from the, oh, the yeah. ship and they they're essentially so like like marionettes like kind of like they get yo yo stringed out so that and then seems like, the like this silliest... doesn't seem like a great idea and then like two of them yeah. crash in like a fiery explosion.
1: It does seem like a strange style. Poor design. So Chris, what, design. Would, what would I you say military wise? Okay.
0: Well, <laughs> I can't speak to that. I, don't, I mean, who knows about that? But uh. I have a theory just about like the creative the creative ideas behind the suit. Um I'm gonna go a little a little <laughs> off topic for a second. So I've read a couple of the Halo books, because that's the kind of nerd I am. And the suits that they create for the Spartans, they're so advanced that when they put normal people in the suits, the suits break the bones of the wearer because they move so fast, so violently, that the human body in its natural state isn't capable of withstanding The violence of the suit and so they have to develop superhuman people to survive in the suits they don't create the suits around the superhuman people and so what i thought about was that these suits are made in a way that the wearer has to learn to work kind of in concert with the mechanics of the suit and so emily blunt is so skilled so that she doesn't have she's not working against the mechanics of the suit she just knows kind of how it moves, and so she moves with it as opposed to trying to push it, whereas Tom Cruise at the beginning doesn't know how to do shit with it, and that's why his movements yeah. are jerky and shitty, but as you see him dropping from the dropship more often and moving through the battle, it starts getting smoother and smoother because he's starting to learn to work with the suit, not against it. So it just kind of thought, I thought maybe that had something to do with it where the suits are silly, yes, yeah, but they start just getting better at working as a team, which is not a natural human thing, but because there's so many iterations, but for the two of them, they figure it out.
3: Yeah, I think like what frustrated me the, the most outside of it just being awkward um, is just the battery issue, right? Like there's <laughs> yeah. one early iteration where he like something happens to him. He gets paralyzed. I forget what it is. And she pulls out what looks like a Nintendo cartridge out of his like yep. suit and like runs away <laughs> yeah. with it. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets killed by an alien.
2: Yep. Yeah, i didn't brilliant. know the, that those were like sony batteries for the cameras
3: <laughs> it was just like so brutal she's just like oh pretty you're brutal. human but i need this she <laughs> doesn't she doesn't
2: care about
1: him she doesn't know what's going on with him at that point she mm. she couldn't care less Oh,
3: it's not about like her having feelings for him it's just kind of like whatever i need this <laughs> later
1: oh brutal i just I, I feel like the suits are essentially devices to carry heavier weapons like a human can't carry the weapons that need to be used to fight the aliens and so the the suits are essentially yeah. a weapon-carrying device with a human in it.
3: So, like, one of the things that I was reading about is that there's essentially three iterations of the suit. There's the the grunt, the tank, and um, the dog. And so the dog—sorry, the dog, the tank, and the grunt. And so the grunt has, like, the smaller firearms. The tank has, like, a bigger machine gun that's, like, really robust— and then you've got the rocket launcher on the dog. And so like they're each like meant to have like their, which
2: one are ropes. you equipping? Yeah. If you talking. had to pick one, which one,
3: um, the rocket launcher. I feel like that's the most, that's the dog. One. Yeah.
2: I what was this, Grunt the, dog. And what was the third?
3: The tank. The tank. So I feel like you have to be, I would
2: probably do the, <laughs> I'd do the tank. I would do the tank. I mean, I'd probably want to do tank as well. Christopher. <laughs>
0: Honestly, I, I if I knew how to use it, I'd probably go grunt because I had more ammunition and a little more flexibility. More agile. Yeah, if you're the tank. You got Think got, about like, what the recoil is of,
3: of the 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 guns, right? I know nothing about guns, but I do know that like sometimes you do need to be stable enough to shoot them. But
2: you you always say, I, I would just want to be in the back, shooting from afar. With my big there's no
1: sniper. Team. There's no sniper, you know. Oh, no, no. I'm
2: talking about my rockets. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's the thing. I want to distance between myself and the aliens.
2: Right. I mean, these aliens <laughs> move pretty quick. They're, they're, they pretty are. Fast. They're oh, good quick. segue. Good segue to talk about the car- or the creatures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Great. Uh, what, uh, mm-hmm. so I couldn't help but, like, since we just watched A Quiet Place Part Two, it's a perfect mm-hmm. character, uh, it's a good one. I feel like, yeah, like, I don't know how to explore this. Do we pick, like, which one we like more? <laughs> like, well, I don't know. It, it, I love the movement of it. Like, I've never seen a creature like that um, on on film, are we, or, if you are will. Are you talking like about it, the
0: Grunts or the Alphas?
2: I'm talking about the whole thing, all, all the monsters okay. in it. I know that. So there's a there, I think just, there's difference just like,
0: between the Grunts and the Alphas
3: in terms
1: of their movement or just in general the mimics they're they're all mimics right the grunts are the
3: suits
2: i just know that there's a yellow one and a blue one the blue ones are the alpha i thought it was orange yeah those are the ones and then the yellow ones are the
0: yellow orange that's the those those are the
2: grunts but the the alpha is the one that
0: that tom cruise blew up with the claymore and got the blood all over yeah and they're cool Cool. because they've got like the weird jet engine mouth I mm-hmm. think they all
1: kind
2: of have an I don't I couldn't that, see them,
3: like stay still long enough to take in the details. Well that's that
2: a- shot. Hold on. That shot of Tom Cruise like when the acid like has hit his face. Yeah, it's so gnarly. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like the a famous ass Tom Cruise just like melting. face melting. Yeah, <laughs> I would, I wonder what people in India are thinking when they saw that. Although
1: well, no, I had to admit, like I, think I turned to Cammy at that moment, was like, man, I forgot how great the special effects were in this movie. Like they're pretty yeah. really good. Yeah. And the creatures play a role in that. I think the creatures. If I had to choose which ones, I would prefer the, um, mm-hmm. the style, the movie, yeah, like the, the creation of. I think it's the movies in Edge of, or the movies, the creatures in Edge of Tomorrow, the aliens in yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. I think they're scarier. Um, I think we see more of them in Edge
2: of Tomorrow than we do in in Quiet Place. It feels like that's the case. Sure. No, oh, yeah, a lot more of
3: them.
2: This little side comment on on the Quiet Place. I, I, I've been thinking. I've been thinking more about that podcast a little bit, or like that movie since about those monsters. The um, similar to Alien. I like the first Alien more than the second because of the like you don't know the monster. I think that plays well for Quiet Place, Edge of Tomorrow. This is a situation where you want to see those gross ass monsters. Anyway,
3: they're like
2: quick in the, the, on the, the edge, of, edge of tomorrow yeah. monsters. <laughs> I, I
3: think they're,
1: they're frightening. I think it's, the movement is, is terrifying. I, I think you don't stand a chance against them. There's nothing like I, I'm still a little surprised that they that, that um, Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise are even capable, once they've attacked them so many times, are still able to fight them. Like It still surprises me that that's possible.
2: Well, it was pretty uh, pretty gnarly when Tom Cruise had that axe, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, it's, it's terrifying.
2: But, I mean, I guess he's mastered the art of killing them. So, I mean, that, that uh,
3: makes well, sense. I'm like, one of the, my favorite weapons that uh, Emily Blunt's character had wasn't even a gun. It was like that weird machete kind of kind sword thing. Yeah. there
1: was a straight-up well, broadsword.
3: Yeah, that was badass.
1: Yeah. And that seems like it'd be a useful weapon in those circumstances. Like a big, long sword to kind of swipe at these creatures seems like a very effective killing weapon.
3: Well, if you run out of ammunition or battery, you can just slicey slicey as long as you can. Slicey slicey.
2: All right, Eddie. <laughs> and you know those Sony batteries run out of juice. Yeah, they really you go know. quick, those, those batteries. Got to get that slicey slicey. Slicy, slice. All right, Chris, are you giving us a tour for the, again... If you're just listening to this you should check out on youtube
0: no my my <laughs> my, my dog shit computer Leave a comment. my dog shit computer from 2014 is running low on battery ah uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, with a
3: discussion on this, <laughs> yeah, <and a> battery. <laughs> yeah.
2: I love. you. Can I just say, like, whatever. Who who gives a shit, Chris? You you popped out for a second. We all played it like nothing was going was on.
0: Had a boy, and girl. Uh, but... Wait. So money. did your
2: your computer die during that? No, it just lost. It just
0: lost connection. But my battery just... is running low, so I had
2: to. Uh, we, we we got two things going against you, both the Wi-Fi and the power. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good looking. The there. microphone went
0: missing. It's not good. Yeah.
2: It's
0: not great. And a microphone. <laughs> I am I am the low class, low rent version of this podcast.
2: Yeah, no, that's no. okay. I mean, I, I like that. There's a struggle to just get through this.
1: <laughs> the
2: challenges in life, you know, there we it go. makes it it makes it just a bit well, more stand interesting. Up. Stand nice up podcast. Stand up, nice backdrop. Mm. Good to be back. I might stand up with you. Uh, so, Chris. I've got a, I've got a standing
3: desk. <laughs> now, what? We do too, but it like, ours is like powered by a little like rotating thing. It's so a it's crank. A little crank. Uh, I, I have a button. <laughs> we don't have, have a, a button, button on this one. Jeff's is manual. Stand up now.
2: I feel like we've lost Chris again, though. I'm like Chris.
1: There he is. So, Chris, it's good timing. We're going to cover now what you want to do to chat about with the movie. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. Can you hear me? Do you hear me, Chris? I can hear you. So what? Yeah. What topic (laughs) was that you wanted to focus in on? Uh,
0: Um, I didn't really have one. I was, I just, I just wanted to bullshit about the movie, but.
1: well, what's striking about it? What, what, I mean, we're, we're going to be getting pretty soon to, to, you know, our, our review or should say our, like how many booster shots we're going to give this one out of 10. Um, but like, I know you like this movie. So, uh, like give True. us, uh, sort
3: of, uh... um, elements, scene. Yeah.
2: Give us something. I think I
0: really liked Bill Pullman, a supporting character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Talking about how, <laughs> when Tom Cruise was like, you're an American he goes, no, I'm not. I'm from Kentucky. <laughs> like that's funny. <laughs> That's a pretty funny thing.
2: Um, I wanted him at one point to say "Game Over, Man," game over. which <laughs> would be perfect at the very end of the movie. He could have said it.
0: I think He's it wouldn't right have for his character. I think it was cool. Was I liked <laughs> it, that that uh, the acting for, for an action movie? They did do a really good job of just conveying kind of uh, mostly Tom Cruise because he was kind of the, the focus of a lot of this, but just showing his kind of evolution from being that asshole to like being. Kind of motivated to, to find a way, and then starting to get disillusioned because of how many times he was having to do it, and like you just see him getting tired. It just he does a really good. It, I was thinking to myself, it sucks that he's crazy. <laughs>
2: yeah. In real life,
0: like it just thought, you know it's just it sucks that he's just he's a fucking megalomaniac, which is just such a bummer because he's so talented. Yeah. <sighs> but I can't get out. He really makes great movies. I just can't get out of my head that he's fucking nuts.
2: Yeah, that's a good um, point. But he's not like, he's not like Mel Gibson nuts.
0: No, but no. Mel, he's like, no he's but Mel, is, Mel is just more of an asshole. I don't know if Tom Cruise is yes. an asshole. I think he just – enough – and this is absolutely getting off topic. I think enough <laughs> people have convinced him that he is close to a deity, and he started to yeah. believe it. I also think that if enough people told me that, I, who knows what I would think. Like <laughs> – Tens of thousands of oh, people Chris, are not going to try and convince you you're a deity. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Which is enough, well, people, enough people start saying shit about you, and maybe you start to believe it. I think he's starting to believe it, whereas Mel's just a, he's just a dick. Um, mm. I think Emily Blunt is both a quiet place and this. She does such a good job conveying mm. just like this stoic, I don't know, confidence. I don't know. Hmm. she just she just does such a good job. it's like athletic and lethal, but also kind of like just trustworthy and not cold. Oh, there's a
1: vulnerability she yeah. can bring to it. yeah,
0: which I don't impressive. think I don't think that's easy to do either. So it's really impressive that she can somehow do that in two different movies, playing different characters from very different backgrounds in just a very convincing way. So I appreciate that too.
2: you yeah. know. It, this movie made me, like, after watching, again, after we watched Quiet Place, I was like, man, I wish she was doing more shit in Quiet Place too because she rocked the hell out of this
3: movie. Yep. That's, and, you
2: know? That,
3: that was, yeah, snaps. She still should
2: have been Black Widow, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, that, yeah, yeah. I, cool. I, I definitely saw the, the Black Widow um, potential.
3: This is going to sound, like, really, like, from left field, but, like, Mary Poppins... There's a lot to hate about that movie, Go on. the second one.
2: I hear she's pretty badass in that. <laughs> she's,
3: yeah, she's the best part of that movie. No. I actually, when I was a kid, I loved the original movie so much that I read all the books. Something you might not know is that uh, Mary Poppins is a very different character in the books than she is in the original Julia Andrews movies. She's actually kind of really uptight, not uptight. But she's a very stern woman. And Emily Blunt brought a lot of that into the character, which I think that like the original author would have really respected, because the original author actually hated <laughs> Julia Andrews' like, interpretation oh, of Harry really. hmm. And so, like, Emily Blunt's interpretation of the character is honestly something like really worth watching. Everything else is garbage in that movie, <laughs> which is hard to say, because I love Lin-Manuel Miranda, but no, it didn't <laughs> work out. But, like, she does like such a great job with hmm. the character, and she honestly brings that, I think, that level of professionalism and that like thoroughness in like character exploration to like I think every movie I've ever watched her in she's phenomenal like of course everybody has seen like Devil Wears Prada like that character should have been very hateable and instead you end mm-hmm. up finding the character a little bit charming and then, like a little bit like you want to impress that character she does a really good job of like humanizing this this honestly raging bitch <laughs> like it's, it's, it's impressive yeah.
1: I mean, pretty much the reason why we decided to do Edge of Tomorrow is because we all like Emily Blunt, and after doing Quiet Place Part 2, we're like, let's do Edge of Tomorrow.
3: Let's watch some more Emily Blunt. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I do want to talk about the end of the movie, because we, we discussed kind of the, the thoughts about the end. Um, so when you get to the, the end, and the Omega is killed, um, you end up back up on. Before
2: that, when, when, when he drops the grenades like what a just a hollywood action moment where like you know you're, around. you're unsure if, if yeah he's just like turns around oh yeah it's like a fuck you like with the pins <laughs> yeah it's and like there's the reaction from the monster going like Hur! like as if he knows what but, that means
0: what a, what a grenade is or what a pin is <laughs> yeah, exactly
3: he's holding these tiny pieces <laughs> oh, of metal these metal rings oh shit <laughs> Ooh, shiny. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Like <laughs> yeah. Is that food? Yeah. <laughs> Is that food? Um, well, it remembers everything. I am. I assume that it's encountered grenade pins and sometime in this like giant yard. Yeah. Well, well if that's
2: the case, that's even more funny. But
3: well, yeah. <laughs> it truly knows like the, like implications. Oh no, it's yeah. mom. Oh
2: no. <laughs> The problem is, you don't know what his face
0: looks like when he's surprised, because the face is always...
3: Always. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I am thrilled. All right, Meg. (laughs) Really,
2: any any expression is all... (laughs) I'm sad. (laughs) Again... You you won't experience this without checking out our YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, and subscribe. <laughs> we're,
3: we're all watching. doing just like surprised Pikachu okay. faces in like. Oh, oh,
2: season. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very jittery. You know, actually, the monster's O face is very different. <laughs> oh, no, I don't thing. want to think about
3: that. <laughs> My oh, literal God. technical porn. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh,
2: no. Come on. I didn't even go there. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
1: oh, God. Um so my, Sorry, my the reason I brought it up the ending <laughs> before this whole shenanigans <laughs> yeah,
3: um off the rails was the, the
1: idea of when he woke up, right? So he he wakes up in his helicopter and I always thought he wakes up, but it was right before his meeting with the general. But we were talking about it. it actually does make sense that he woke up at the same time as he had been waking up previously on the bags at the forward operating base. So like in my head I always associated with like before the general, but it does make sense. That he's waking up at the same time he had been waking up previously with i don't know if that makes sense to you guys wait hold on so you,
0: you I, it does not make sense to me you're so
1: it you doesn't were, make
2: sense to me either you were not
0: surprised that he didn't wake up on the bag getting kicked by master sergeant he was,
3: but then he wasn't
0: but okay the end of the movie he clearly wasn't waking up <laughs>
3: right so it doesn't make so when he
0: wakes
1: up in this helicopter i always interpreted it as him waking up before he had the meeting with the general in the helicopter because in my brain, he arrived by helicopter that yeah. meeting, but maybe that doesn't even... I yeah. think
0: that's true. I think that at the very end of the movie, that's him waking up before what would have been his meeting with the general. But why
1: would that happen? Yeah, but the, then... Why would it be that time versus the, the time that he woke up? Because um, like in my brain, okay, maybe he's... he's the, the meeting never happened with the general because there was no need for it. Because the, the, the battle had been called One. off. Because there were no more aliens anymore. So he's waking up just in a helicopter at the same time as he had been waking up at the Ford operating base because the meeting with the general never had to happen.
2: Could that be. makes sense. To- so did the the explosion just eliminate the alien's existence? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And he took an power. The not, hive mind well, not the But apart. just that hive mind, right? Like before it moved.
2: Meaning he goes back in time to the beginning of yeah where the movie started and the
1: question deal. is does he now have control of time on an ongoing basis if he dies is he going back to that oh, moment that's
2: the sequel yeah because he's still got the blood mm-hmm.
1: at that point yeah
0: but that means he's gonna have to just die and then when does he go back to that day again or does Wouldn't he, that be like can he pick the day i don't know what
1: sense of control does he have you he, know well, they
0: say because it's about they get to reset the day well which day
1: yeah,
3: that's
1: a fair question. I don't know. This no. is yeah, where sequels could could, could go. Um, that's
3: interesting. Good final note.
1: Yeah, it is absolutely. So uh, let's do uh, booster shots, guys. Um, I want to.
2: Like, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh, you're just tuning marks. in. That's our that's, that's a rating that's scale out, exactly. out of ten.
0: <laughs> we just we film ourselves giving ourselves booster shots. Yeah.
1: It's just it's like, right? like oh, I got my booster here. up a couple
0: of tequilas. Yeah, line them up. <laughs>
2: I just, like, put my needle, like, mimicked my needle in my wrist. It right to your wrist.
3: Yeah, I don't know why. why. I was, like, trying to mimic but it. Yeah, that's not. That's why
2: I don't do it. That's why the doctor does. Oh,
1: true. That's probably smart. Um, okay, I'll start with this one this time. Um, I'm going to give this movie seven booster shots because I, I think the first half – or three quarters of this movie is incredible, but I think it becomes very formulaic in the final part. The third act, I think, is weak. Um, just the visit, when they go to actually kill the Omega in Paris, it just kind of becomes cliche in my mind and becomes. Um, I don't like it as much. I think the first half of this movie is funny. It's exciting. It's brilliantly acted. Brilliantly edited. And I just think it kind of loses a little bit in the in the final act. So I'm going to give it seven booster shots out of ten. Who's next?
2: Boom. Uh, I'll go. Um, I'm going to give it eight booster shots. Um, Jeff, I agree with everything that you said. It, d- it didn't really bother me so much though. Like the whole this whole movie is just such a fun ride. So while I did feel kind of like a dip a bit in the final thing, I think more would I knock it uh, is sort of the ending. Cause like, it's not like maybe I just like kind of missed that that was like the very beginning of the movie or whatever. But like I kind of at the end of the movie, I was just like, okay, I'm a little confused, but everything's good now. They, they, they did it. <laughs> <laughs> they
3: did it. <laughs> but, did it.
2: but, um, but I, I, you know, what's so funny about this movie though is like, I want to dust off my PlayStation and like play some, it it, like makes me want to like play video games (laughs) because it like throughout the whole thing, like I totally that frustration of him dying in multiple ways and then finally getting past that moment. Like when you're playing a game that feels very good. And so like, I don't know. I kind of want to,
1: yeah. You have to dust it off? Of is it oh. dusty? Is it- no, it's not dusty. That just sounded it just sounded cool.
2: It's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's zero dust. He played, he played
3: <laughs> right before we I got his podcast. Just
2: yeah. No, but you—you you guys might appreciate this. I do want to pick. up I haven't played this game in a bit, but like Hitman feels uh, real good.
3: That—that that doesn't because that's
2: a similar thing. You know, you're gonna die multiple times until you memorize certain patterns. Yeah, but
3: it's anyway. like one of those. Video games where it like you would die in a very unusual way.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the mission, and you would be uh, dying in a weird outfit. Generally, oh
1: yeah, always scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, what about you, Chris?
0: I think I'm with Andrew on
2: this. I'd give it an eight. Um,
0: I was kind of thinking back and forth about like what I liked about like this kind of alien invasion movie with Emily Blunt versus previous podcasts in Alien Invasion with Emily Blunt. <laughs> And the only thing I, I think puts the other one over the top is just kind of the tension and kind of the slow burnness of it that's a little more prevalent, whereas this is a little more straightforward action movie, albeit it's got yeah. you know a, a nice kind of twist to it that's unusual. And like you said, the editing I think is really top-notch because it, it conveys those successive days in a way that's not boring. Like, cause, mm-hmm. and, it, and if you look closely, you notice the, the subtle differences in how each iteration goes. And like I said, like, you know, the first time he jumps out of the dropship, he, you know, splashes in the water and the face mask comes off. And like after like two or three or four, he like lands in like a superhero stance, you know, and stands up and like it's very clean. Yep. And you get that throughout all of the scenes up until Paris, I think. Um, and so that's kind of a it's what's just, that it's line just, it's with the, about the showcasing the character development without having to like talk about it um i like the i never wear a helmet
3: it's a
1: distraction
0: design yeah hmm oh yeah right the uh, Andrew asked what about yeah, well.
2: <laughs> exactly? the helmet i think we're i think we're delayed a little we're, bit. We're
1: slightly delayed you're, you're good though chris continue
0: yeah. oh okay um yeah so ultimately and just the acting from Tom Cruise is really good. Emily Blunt, really good. Um, what I didn't like. Yeah, I think you're right. It just, once they get to Paris, it becomes kind of more straightforward. And you're, I think you're supposed to like care for the, the J squad, but I mean, you don't really. Um no, not plus, really. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. all strange saved.
3: and they like anonymous guys, one, two, and three. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> it, it doesn't matter much
0: because they all get saved in the end and survive anyway. Um. No. Yeah. No,
3: they don't. though so they get killed know? off. Oh, they, they, do, mean, they do. They do. They do. Yeah. They all, sorry. Every, I just just went nobody around. died. Everybody ends
2: up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like, there's no part in the final act where I feel like Tom Cruise is gonna die. Like, there, there's no stakes. No.
1: Well, he that. flies through the, the 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 glass pyramid at the Louvre and like.
2: Oh my yeah. god. man. Oh
0: yeah been yeah, zero <laughs> no, road rack. for
2: me the
3: biggest like come uh, kind on of scene for me was when like he he's at the helicopter area or like level i guess you could say and he the he's on the car that goes through like a brick wall and comes off like dusting himself that off and just, rack. like ready to like Love go it. kick some yeah, more yeah. ass but that <laughs> that happens in every mission impossible movie. he goes flying
0: off motorcycles anyway so anyway eight eight boosters for me
1: no, Cammie, what about you?
3: Um, I'd also give it 8, but for um different reasons. I enjoyed all the things that everybody else enjoyed and yeah, there are some lulls, but something that really um I found to be remarkable is how like they never actually get into like a relationship. They say focus on the mission, the love story doesn't derail the story. I thought that it was really cool how they came to like mean a lot to each other, but it was definitely very focused on like we gotta save the world. We don't got time to, like, get involved. Well,
1: that's Emily doing that, though. Oh, well, yeah, for
3: sure. Yeah. But, like, she, like, he was kind of, like, forced to accept that. You didn't have, like, an exact somewhere being, like, we need a sexy, sex scene." <laughs> like, it it actually does commit to, like, staying on mission, which I thought was pretty remarkable. But, like, I I do kind of wish that she had, like, a, I always say this, but a slightly deeper backstory. It just kind of reminded me of, um, so you've been watching, watching a lot of Disney movies because you've got a toddler, but if anybody's ever seen wreck Ralph, there's, like, a, like, like a kind of Halo-ish, like, female character that has the most tragic backstory of them all, and it's that her, like, her, her fiancé gets killed on the altar by, like, the, like, alien monsters, and then, like, yeah. that's totally, like, Emily Blunt's backstory in this, is that Hendrix gets killed in, like, the most horrible and tragic way possible.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's but just, you don't uh, know
3: what it is. Is you
2: that know. Jane Lynch, yeah. too? Yeah, Jane, Jane Lynch, Lynch. Yeah, who's yeah. a treasure. That's so funny. <laughs>
3: another great movie that yeah.
2: <laughs> there there there's that really there's a really it's a quick moment around the end where emily blunt says like i wish i had more time to like get to know you or something like that <laughs> and, and there's that little kiss but like i i appreciated that too of it not being like this love story baked into it but like they do go through so much so it's nice that they have that little was moment there a almost.
3: kiss there is like one weird thing about her like not quick kiss away her Very quick. Name.
2: before okay. she runs
3: yeah,
1: well, the whole thing with the like, she says her middle name Rose, and then it never comes back. Like that's yeah. like it, it's, it's just gonna happen.
2: Oh, yeah. so it's like, oh okay. That it's in the sequel, he's like,
3: gonna be like, and your middle Rose. name is Rose, and she's like, I what? what? Well,
2: I think it's I think it's meant to, <laughs> no one knows that. I
0: think it's just meant to convey a little more trust. Yeah, and that's yeah. probably how it but is. Like, like, every iteration, he's getting he's getting a little more information either about her or about J Squad, or like that's how he picks up these nuggets. Is like every version. Right before somebody dies, or he dies, he gets one more little thing.
3: One hundred percent, and that's something that I appreciated. They showed intimacy in those moments, and not through some like superfluous like yeah mailman like length sex scene, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Postman. postman mailman postman length. length. postman. What? Oh, memorable well.
3: <laughs> Kevin Costner movie that had like a thirty minute long sex scene.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like a male? Is that like some? weird sex thing. I'm not familiar with.
0: <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, Cammie, please tell us more.
1: Come on, don't talk about our business. Jeff, do you have, do you have like I've a- I've got a
2: package for yeah. you.
1: <laughs> There's no a okay. jokes. I'm really can- derailed now.
2: <laughs> I'm oh, glad our parents
1: listen to this podcast.
2: <laughs> I've got an envelope for you to open. All
1: well, right, no, well,
0: no, no. no. Do you want it dropped off? Drop off at the front door?
1: Or... <laughs> oh,
3: nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> All right. So we have three, eight, six, seven. I'm surprised I'm the lowest, but I guess I am, even though I do love this movie. Absolutely. um I think that essentially <laughs> wraps, On that wraps it up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, we All appreciate you, listeners uh anyone who made it this far into the podcast we very much appreciate it
2: and and if you've made it this far leave a comment at this point it's like you know you 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 enjoyed it time to leave a comment like subscribe facebook instagram not facebook Fuck facebook we're not facebook
3: format. <laughs>
1: yeah please do let us know if you prefer this versus the play-by-play like it's a little shorter uh it's not the same kind of format so let us know
2: <laughs> I, mean, I feel like we hit under an hour that, uh, we're good I mean, we did that.
1: it yeah i would say that's pretty darn Go good thank you very much yeah. guys and uh see you I next be- time I'll be Angela. toodles